Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode 256, where Bruce and I are going to do a quick 2019 recap and unlock the mailbox to answer your questions. Yes, too many questions to get in the last podcast, so anybody who sent us a question, we're going to try to get to them in this episode as well as, you know, what we liked about 2019 and maybe we'll get to 2020. <laughs> 2019 is officially over. We can finally say Roaring 20s. I've been waiting to say that like basically my whole life. You've been waiting to say Roaring 20s since 1987. Really? It's literally the truth. Uh, looking back though, it has been probably the most interesting decade for you and I. The 20, the, the, now the, the, decade, the decade goes 2010 to 2019, like the end? Sure. All right. <laughs> Why is that? Why did you have to think about that for a minute? I'm trying to think of the decades that we've been together and the kids and going to Disney. Yeah, 2010 to 2019 was probably the most interesting for sure. I mean, when you think about it, we really didn't even like Disney in the beginning of 2010. I mean, we didn't even want to go. Well, you you did because you went as a child. I did and didn't. Like, I went as a child, but I remember going when before 2010, before the podcast, before everything, and not really having the same feeling that I did or I thought I would did. Maybe my expectations were too high, but I just didn't love it. I did, had no desire to go back. And when I think about 2010 or even just the entire decade, I'm always going to reflect not only at the start of this podcast and, and getting quit talking and begin doing, <laughs> yeah. but really that trip that changed everything and just really remembering the first time we discovered the poly and getting that magic of Disney feeling and just being right about, remember, I'll never forget the time we were in the car, we were in the rental car and, and I said to you, let's go to the Polynesian and just like tour around and you're, and you're, you're trying to tell me, you were trying to tell me we can't do that. <laughs> we're yeah. arguing. And I, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to call, I'm going to call what's Disney's phone number. I'm calling, I'm calling Disney. Yeah. And, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> I, I, that was a good, that was good. I mean, I'm, that's kind of what started this whole thing happening. Right. I mean, we wouldn't be here right now doing this podcast if it wasn't for that quick trip to the poly to walk around and see what it's all about. It's yeah. really where we're like, that's the first time where we were at the Polynesian, not staying there. And we were, you know what? We got to stay here. Not only just, it wasn't even just the fact that we were at the Polynesian. It was just like the first time as a family we discovered how beautiful Walt Disney World can be. And it was more about... It wasn't even like the resort itself. It was more about being together and being on the beach together and doing like simple things. Like I remember getting a drink and just sitting on the beach and then you can see the castle from the distance. Like I just remember everybody being so happy. You know what? It was nighttime. It was nighttime. There you go. That's the key. I was just looking back. Episode number one. Yeah. Whoa. June 10th, 2015. Wow. That's when we did episode number one of this podcast. And then we were very sporadic. I think there was a couple in June couple and oh, we were pretty consistent actually at least two or three a month every month since then so where'd you get the sporadic from it, i was thinking about my other podcast <laughs> you have another podcast yeah that was me okay good i was sporadic know. with it when i started out that one good to know yeah no i think we were we were all in it i remember it was more about just getting our voices i don't like really what started it was just getting our 
thoughts together to get everyone to understand the feeling that we felt. Yeah, I mean, that was a special moment for us in the podcast and our lives and the kids' lives. And that's when they kind of fell in love with it as well. Our best moments of 2019. What about those? Like, so 2019. Like for the podcast or in life? No, for the podcast Or, or just in general. I mean, the podcast in general, I would say 2019 and Disney related. Because, I mean, I don't think people want to hear our personal lives. No, that's that's probably not what they want to hear. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed the interview with Brad Meltzer. Yeah, that was a really fun moment. There was more people that reached out to us for that episode saying mm-hmm. they enjoyed it and connected with their children than I think many of the other previous episodes. And we've done a lot of we, – actually, we haven't done a lot of interviews. We've only interviewed a select amount of people. And we get pitched a lot to have interviews, but it's just kind of like – not something that we do a lot of, so we're not like experts at it. But the Brad Meltzer one was one that I enjoyed. The Brad Meltzer one I enjoyed, but I was very nervous. I don't know why. I Not that I don't know why. It's Brad Meltzer. Like he's just so well-spoken and I'm yeah. just getting nervous about how to get my thoughts together. And I, I just remember just kind of fumbling a little bit. When you do it interviews, fun. it's tricky because <laughs> we're not professional interviewers or writers we're so. not no since when i mean <laughs> just kidding maybe we are professional maybe i'm just coming out of the wrong way but i think you have to you get nervous because you see him and he's written so many books and yeah. novels and he's so well respected and like you said has a very good vocabulary that you get nervous and you don't want to say the wrong thing right but 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 once we had him on the show like what as we started he made me feel really comfortable like i was nervous leading up to it and then once we were we were recording and I got to know him like he was very personable. And That's the story of your everybody's life for everything. You yeah. always way overthink it in the beginning. Uh-huh. And then once it's happening, you're like, that wasn't so bad. How about our drive down to Walt Disney World this year, 2019 or last year, actually? I always have mixed feelings about driving to Walt Disney World. I know we've talked about it a lot in the past. I love the ride down. Mm hmm. I never really look forward to the ride back. I felt like it was a good experience. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm just living the life of low expectations, but everybody seemed to get along both going and coming home. Like no one seemed grouchy. It was like the trip itself on the road was very uneventful. There was nothing, you know, freaky to see on the road. And it was like a smooth ride. I think once you do it a few times, you get comfortable with the route. And where you're going to stay and how long it's going to take you to get to your stops. And that makes you relax a little bit. Yeah. The first time you're always kind of nervous. You don't really know what to expect. You've never, If you've never done a long drive like that, you get, it's, you're get it's out of your element. But once you do it three, four, five, six times, you get to be, you know, all right, we're stopping here. So are it's going to take us this long. You get comfortable with it. You're saying we are pros. No. Oh. Definitely not. We're just comfortable. We're we're 100% average. I keep thinking every time we drive down, I keep thinking about like sometimes I get nervous about the drive, like just in general, like are we going to hit traffic? Is it going to be this or that? And then I keep thinking about all the people I know literally in their late 60s, 70s that still drive down to Walt Disney World from Massachusetts. I mean, I don't know if they go to Walt Disney World. They well, they drive down to Florida and they don't even, it's like no big deal. No. Like I know so many people that do it. Yeah, but they have the luxury of... of no kids? That. <laughs> and I don't think there's a deadline for most of those people to get back in time. Got it. Like if you said to me, Bruce, we're going to drive to Florida... And it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there because there's no deadline to return. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's true. We'd have the best trip down ever. It would take us two weeks to get <laughs> down there. 
But it would be great because you'd be able to do and stop at so many different places along the way because there's no rush to get home. All right. So next memory I had of 2019 was definitely I've talked a lot about it on the podcast, but I really enjoyed the Disney after hours at Magic Kingdom and doing the villains party with the kids. What I was most impressed with was that leading the hours leading up to the villains party was probably one of the I want to say worst moments of 2019, but a pretty bad moment of, of the year when we had our kind of iffy, sketchy, whatever you want to insert adjective word. With our Airbnb experience. Oh yeah, that was a little. That was kind of. We weird. didn't get our nap in. We had all this. We had all this planned in our heads. Like we were, we thought, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get. We're gonna check into the house. We're gonna get all our stuff together, and then we're all gonna take a nap so that we can be happy and not grouchy and be able to stay up all night at the villains party. Yet yeah, none of that happened. No, it was actually the opposite. But everybody was. Once we got to the party, everybody was in a good mood. I really enjoyed watching the kids just have fun at nighttime like I've never I never thought they would make it that late and they did and they surprised me so yeah, I think the one good thing about the not the one good thing there's many good things about the villains party but it's starting later yeah sometimes you think of it as like oh there's not a lot of time but if you were kind of relaxed throughout the day even <laughs> younger kids may be able to make it like what our I, youngest yeah. was 11 and she was still dancing and in getting into the whole party atmosphere till the end. The Mickey bars definitely helped. With I mean, that. yeah, unlimited Mickey bars <laughs> and ice cream sandwiches. Soda. And yeah, that's a definite bonus. Yeah. I, I liked, I actually enjoyed myself at the villains party. I did. I, I don't want to make it sound like I would never do it again. And I don't think anybody should. I think yeah. it's, I would, I don't know if I would necessarily have to do it again for a little bit. Uh-huh. But I definitely don't regret the fact that we went to the villains party. I agree. We didn't get to do the D23 this year, which I thought we would. I mean, we thought about it. But, and yeah. It was just the timing of it wasn't great for us. And it's hard for us to leave and go somewhere that's nice when it's the summertime for us. I want to utilize those trips when it's not that nice here Uh in the the, uh, northeast area. But we thought about it and, you know, we decided to skip this one. Maybe next time we'll go. But that wasn't so. But okay, so what do you you have any other memory that you want to share? I I mean, I have a ton. I like meeting Disney Channel director Wendy Farron. Well, I didn't meet her, so that's not a memory. I know. I'm sorry. Um, We got to go to an event at Kennedy Space Center. You know, one thing. I didn't get to go to that either. Oh, yeah. Well, you sort of came. I mean, I was with you, but I didn't get to go to the (laughs) event. So that's another thing you did that I didn't get to do. No wonder why. These memories. I'm going through these memories of your show notes, and I'm like, I'm not remembering any of these things. 2019 was epic for just Connie. <laughs> yeah, that's why my my show notes are kind of boring when it comes to memories. I want to get right into 2020. I asked the kids, and actually, one of them shared one of her favorite memories of 2019 was actually when we were in Walt Disney World. We stayed off property, and she said, I had so much fun renting bikes with Dad and riding around the resort. Oh, that was fun. That was one of her f- favorite memories. We so, played tennis. Yeah. We rented bikes. That was pretty pretty fun. It's so funny. Like I think it's funny when you when sh- they say something that it's like simple. Like renting a bike it's like a simple thing and that was what popped out of her, you know, first memory. Yeah, that's why we always say like, you know, your kids are going to and that's why when people ask us how we get to go to Walt Disney World a lot or on vacation is you know, that's what we do with them. We want to build memories with them, not stuff. Right. Because they remember those things. Like they don't remember what they ate that day. Right. Or anything you bought them because right. you're on vacation. Right. But That's they do true. remember going on a bike ride. Yeah. 
They do remember that. It's true. So I want to share some of your favorites, some of your lis- the listeners right now the favorites. Ashley shared a video of her son celebrating his birthday at Walt Disney World and meeting Donald Duck. He shouted, Donald! It was the sweetest thing ever. Is there anything better? Now listen, I, there's many memes of me not wanting to be around character dining, <laughs> yeah. but I'm an adult. Right. You know? But is, Good point. If, if he looked like he was two or three years old. Okay. Is there anything better? He was older as than a, that. But was yeah. he? How old was he? I don't know, but I think he was. All I right, let's know. say he's five. Okay, go ahead. Is there anything better as a five-year-old than having breakfast at Walt Disney World and like Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse walks by? No. And then not only do they walk by, but like you yell at them and they come over to and you. And they come over to you. Like that seems pretty cool. Do you think you were an introvert when you were a child like that? That was weird. So you would have yelled up but then just hid? I would have been like, Mickey, what's that over there? <laughs> and then I would have ducked under the table. <laughs> My sister would have been saying hi to them. Jennifer shared photos of her family in Disneyland, and she writes, she she wrote, I was super skeptical of the mint julep and only tried it because of Bruce and Connie's recommendation. It is so yummy. I'm pretty sure we're responsible for quite a bit of sales of stuff at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. You want you want some you want in on that? Yes. You want some profit? I want some commissions. I feel (laughs) like we deserve some commissions. Kelly wrote some of my favorite moments of 20. Hold on a second. Oh, let me go back to that. Okay. How could you ever be skeptical of a mint julep? Although I was kind of skeptical when you said it the first time. Never I love, mind. I love you, you question and then answer all. Of- well, because I've had it now and I've realized that it's amazing. Wait, you, were you, were you skeptical? I don't know if I was. I don't know if I would say skeptical, but it wasn't like oh, I have to have this. Yeah, I guess when you think of it aloud, mint julep, like it sounds like mint jelly with with the with lamb yeah. <laughs> lamb and mint jelly. I don't know if I trust anybody enough to go on their recommendation either. <laughs> But you made me have it. Well, it's now a must must have at Disneyland when we go. All right, Kelly said some of my favorite moments of 2019: four trips to celebrate my birthday. Four a girls' trip. Wait, four girls. Tri- How old is she? <laughs> How many was, birthdays are you celebrating? <laughs> it was four trips to celebrate my birthday. Girls' trip preview and my son's sixth birthday. It was my first time at the Halloween party. She says, looking forward to some amazing trips in 2020. Thanks for a great year, Bruce and Connie. I thought you said in the beginning four trips to celebrate her birthday. <laughs> and then it was over. I was like, wow, that's you got a pretty, pretty impressive birthday celebration going on there. Vicky, her favorite moments were Rope Drop and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was her daughter's first roller coaster. Oh, that's a great roller that's coaster a, to go on your a, first one. Yeah. Tell, talk about elevating your roller coaster criteria after perfect that. for little kids like that's yeah. a perfect roller coaster where it's just the right amount of mix of excitement visual stimulation and f- like speed for little kids it's for little kids it's great for us no but i'm saying like if you're a little kid you may get scared on everest or scared of heights oh yeah it's you know? like a good yeah. balance yeah that's a perfect roller coaster for a kid to like yeah go for the first time once as soon like as that. it gets like a little too thrilling it like eases off yeah it's, so yeah. Cool. it's like smooth it is smooth. There's no like jerkiness of it. Robin shared a picture of her daughter meeting Elsa and a photo of them on, well, a photo of the Skyliner, the the new gondolas at Disney. And she writes, I'm always amazed at how every single trip it gets better and better. It does get better and better. It does get better and better. Like, especially if, and like not toot my own horn here, but like if, if you really listen to the essence of this podcast and really get and understand what we're trying to say. Sometimes it's hard for us to say what we're trying to say. That's true. <laughs> but really, it, every trip will, will get better and better. And I feel like that's a fact for us. 
that's the goal, right? The goal is to make sure that every trip you go on is better and better. And it, it, you don't have to go five times a year. No, f- like, for sure not. Sometimes the anticipation, I mean, the anticipation, as long as it, my my key is you got to set lower expectations. So. You don't have to go five times a year, but. Right. Low <laughs> but, expectations <laughs> on your trip. Like get excited to go, yeah. but have low expectations for everything. It's right. going to be amazing. Well, Sharon had an epic 2019 because she had four trips to Walt Disney World. Jeez. She didn't have five, but she had four. <laughs> that was great, huh? That's pretty amazing. All right. Now let's go on to unlocking the mailbox. We received so many emails and messages, and we just never seem to have the time to answer to all of them. So last episode, we missed out on a few. So here we go on some questions. Hi, Bruce and Connie. I know Bruce would want this short, so I'll try. By the way, I appreciate everybody's bullet points on these questions. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Keep them coming. I have a trip planned in February, and I wanted to know what your top three fast passes to make sure to get and top three fast passes to not get. Thank you so much. By the way, you can say my name, Jack. I would say any fast pass like Everest, you could use a fast pass, but I feel like the line is kind of interesting there. I know. That's a hard one when people ask me. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you're going to Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, you want to get a fast pass well, for because that's an enormous line. Okay. So that's number one. Yep. All right. I'd say Safari. If I'm going to Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, Safari, and hmm, Dinosaur, maybe? Because you like dinosaur, but uh, you you like the line there. I know that's what I mean. It's a tricky one. A, a lot of these attractions that are literally worth the wait have some pretty epic queues, and sometimes I miss waiting in the queue. I know it sounds so weird, but sometimes I like to just go through it, and really, it tells the story, so it gets me more excited. It's hard. I know it's an advantage to book your fast passes so far in advance, but like it's yeah. hard to know what you're gonna be doing or what the day is gonna be like or if it's gonna be raining or not. Mine were Space Mountain always because even though I love the queue in there, I love riding it more than once a trip. True. So Space Mountain for us or for me, but Bruce does what I say. So that's true. <laughs> so for us, I'm not going to deny I that. did put Flight of Passage because it's just a long line. Um, and then I always put Peter Pan in Magic Kingdom because Bruce never wants to wait in that line. Never. I think if, if you're in the Magic Kingdom, Peter Pan and... Uh, mine train have to be on your list because those are two attractions that the lines get so long that we're not waiting right well yeah that's true you know so yeah i'm not i'm just not waiting in those lines if you don't have a fast pass for those two we're not going on any of the newer attractions so obviously now with galaxy's edge like those are going to be places that you're going to want us try to score right away a fast pass for i mean depending on your family like you might not be major star war nerds like us like it's hard to say you should do based on what we like Right. You know, because it's like so different. Like I said, Peter Pan is something I can never get Bruce on unless I have a fast pass. So that's for me, like, I don't even ask questions. I just book a fast pass. Yeah. Even like there's so many things. So let's just go to the Magic Kingdom. So for yeah. me, the Magic Kingdom fast pass is going to be Peter Pan. Because Space, I said so. Yeah. Space Mountain <laughs> because you said so. And then the Mine Train because I wouldn't go on that if we don't have a fast pass for that. Like I'll walk on to Splash Mountain. I don't mind if the line's long. Yeah. I'll walk on to Pirates. I don't mind if the line's too long. There. Yeah. Usually eating in those lines, let's be honest. Listen, I'm sneaking in, in food on every line. Well, but I know, but 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 especially those two. Drawstring backpack, <laughs> two zipper limit. Yep. Tons if of you, snacks. If you take the draw, here's a secret. I'm going to share a tip right oh, now. Oh, gosh. If you bring a shirt in your drawstring backpack, sometimes you can't have a drink in there, especially like a Joffrey's because it's a little wobbly. What you do is you bring a shirt, 
You put it in your drawstring bag. You put your cup around the shirt or the shirt around the cup, and then you hold it in your hand. And voila. You got a, a to-go drink. You got a Joffrey's coffee on the attraction. Okay, what about what not to get on? What do we not get for fast passes? Teacups. We pi- never get sh- Pirates, you, we don't usually get. We don't get. Um, Carousel of Progress, you can skip that fast pass. We never get any shows either. No, we don't. Like, we just never seem to do that because it doesn't make a difference as to where we sit. Yeah, like the show is enjoyable. Like, uh, I don't need to sit in the front row. Right. As a matter of fact, I would prefer not to. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you'd like to be in the last row. I want to be strategically placed yeah. where the exit is when it's over. <laughs> Depending so, on the show. Right. Like, if you're going to Indiana Jones, you want to make sure that like, maybe you're the last one in. Because you're still going to enjoy the show. But then when it's over, you get out real quick. You don't have to sit there for an hour and a half. pretty sure I've seen you sit in the front row and raise your hand when they were looking for extras. No way. No? That was not me. Oh. There's no way I'm raising my hand to be an extra. That was you, lady. Okay. All right, what else? Is that it, I guess? Yeah. All right, next one. Hi, Bruce and Connie. What do y'all think are the best shoes for Disney? I just got back from a week-long trip, and my feet were killing me the entire time. I wore a mix of sandals and sneakers, but I feel like every option had me in pain by noon. Thank you, Courtney. I don't know, but we put a. if you follow us on Instagram, Unlocking the Magic Podcast, we just put up a post about a week ago now, if you're listening to this when it comes out, of... Justin Timberlake making that face like he's staring at you. Yeah. And it says, the face you make when someone says they're going to Walt Disney World. No, Disneyland in Florida. Yeah. That's the same face that I make when I see people walking around with flip-flops. Really? Yes. I wear flip-flops all the time. And I'm looking at you like, how could you possibly do that? No wonder why you're going to complain in two hours that your feet hurt. I don't complain. Do I? I think so. No. What you Actually... Flip-flops are the best choice when it's wet because your feet are going to get soaked no matter what. That's different. Oh. <laughs> She's talking about comfort level. <laughs> what about you, Bruce? What is your comfort level? You seem to want to get new sneakers every time we go away. I wear cowboy boots. <laughs> and, and oh, because you look, you want to look cool? Yes. <laughs> Come on, be real. I wear sneakers, just sneakers. like old. But like broken in sneakers. Yeah, you don't want to buy new sneakers before you go. You want to buy them a few months before you go. Yes, this is what I'm always telling you. I think that's the key. And then... Certain sneakers, like there's some like skateboarding sneakers that look cool but are not comfortable to it's walk so in a lot. so hard because it's hard to do like a Disney bound with worn in broken sneakers. Like it just stinks. Like, you know what you should do? Ruins my look. You got to get the covers that the characters get. Ah. So like they cover them. It's almost like a costume for your shoes. Where can they? Where, they, where can I find those covers? I, I don't know. We should look into that. But in all seriousness, so like I'm wearing, yeah. I'm wearing Adidas sneakers, but it really looks like cowboy boots from the outside. We need that. Can we get that going on? That <laughs> let's do that. But I would say comfortable sneakers. That oh, are, you would say comfortable, not uncomfortable. Yeah, like make sure they're comfortable, but prepare a few weeks or months before you go to get them comfortable. Solid advice, Bruce. Thank you. Solid, solid. I'd say broken in sneakers, even though I hate it, because it, like I said, it ruins my look. Although I've been fine with flip-flops. Like, Never wear flip-flops if you go on Soren. Okay, I know. Because I don't want to see that. You don't want to see people's feet dangling? No. Kind of grosses me out. I'm not going to lie. Do they make you take off your flip-flops? Or yeah, do we just do it? They make you take them off because they fall. I feel like we just do it. I don't remember them making me take them off. I don't know, but I always see... I guess Bare everybody feet. just takes them off. Nobody wants to have their flip-flops. And my, and my nephew wore them. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, wait. Maybe they do make them take it off. Now I'm trying to remember like what the sign says and like the boarding beforehand. But um, honestly, people swear by um, Crocs. They have like they can make this like Croc sneakers. I don't ever seem to have that kind of budget with any kind of fancy brand sneaker. 
Crocs are expensive? Yeah, they're expensive. They um, are? I mean, they're not They're not Marshall's cheap. <laughs> like, oh. Brooks brand sneakers, people people say that um, they really like, but I don't know. I feel like you, no matter what, it's, I always, I think I have it in the packing list is like foot soak because no matter what I pack, I always have sore feet. So, I mean, it could be the fact that I'm not spending a lot on my sneaker brand, <laughs> my brand of sneakers, but... Honestly, having that foot soak at the resort when you're done for the day is the best feeling. Yeah, I don't know. Bruce, I can't. Can you agree? Do you? Well, my feet never really hurt. Do you, do you soak your feet? I don't. All right, next one, because I feel like I'm losing Bruce on this. This is from Mia. My kids are three and six. Our current fast passes at Animal Kingdom are Safari, Lion King, show, and Flight of Passage, Rider Swap on Flight of Passage because the little guy is too short. Are these the three you'd pick or would you pick different? I'm going to send my husband to Single Rider Expedition Everest because I think he'll love it. Oh, if she's going on Single Rider, I, you know, I don't know if I would get a fast pass to the Lion King show, would you? That's probably one of the shows, like I said, we said earlier, like we skip shows. Maybe we, swap it out for Dinosaur. Yeah. Well, her little guy might not be tall enough for that. So what would else would you do? I'm trying to think of what other attractions are at uh animal kingdom that are good for little kids that you would need a fast pass for. i know it's tricky because i think you're you're perfect with safari because that line is long and yeah. hot and boring what about the navi river journey yeah that might be a good one maybe to that, do. that may be your alternative to the lion king if you can get that one instead because your little guy will be able to go on there and that's usually a long line too yeah perfect you also you always mention joffrey's coffee but where is that and where are the starbucks located wait where's joffrey's in the animal kingdom? Well, she doesn't specifically say, but maybe we can... I don't know. My favorite, Joffrey's, my absolute favorite, is right across... Shocker here. Right across from Space Mountain and Tomorrowland. That is my favorite place to get a coffee in all of Walt Disney World. I think she mentioned something about a Starbucks. There is a Starbucks in Disney, Animal Kingdom as well. Well, I was just saying mentioning my favorite places to get but yeah there's starbucks in animal kingdom you can see it on my disney experience and joffrey's in animal kingdom like you know what's so funny joffrey's in animal kingdom is also my on on my must do every time we're there but i always forget where it is it's right outside the cali river rapids okay is that cali river rapids that asia yes never ever ever will i remember it's right outside like that's where they have like those little cars outside where you can sit in and you can get a Joffrey's, you can get a giant donut All I know while is, you watch yeah. everybody that yeah. isn't me go on Collie River Rapids. Hmm, maybe that's my favorite place to get a coffee, actually. Well, no, I do love I do love it in, in, in Tomorrowland. But but what is funny about Joffrey's in Animal Kingdom is, I like I said, I always forget where it is. I never look at the map. And once we find it, it's like a, it's like a nice surprise. It's like, oh, yeah, that's every time right outside there of Collie River Rapids. That's a great one. She also asked, what are your kids favorite? Ri- what were your kids favorite rides at this age, three and six or favorite shows? Well, it depends on who the kid is. I know. Our kids, all three of our kids are very different. The two older ones are similar. No. The youngest one was, uh, the youngest one wanted to go on Everest when she was two. Yeah. She couldn't wait to go She's on. a thrill seeker. So for her, the second she could get on any thrilling attraction, that was her favorite one. Everest was her favorite attraction when she was younger. It probably still is now. The older two seem more like they like the shows than the younger one. So I'm going to disagree. Okay. Shocker here. But I think our older ones like the shows now more than they did when they were that age. Did they really? Yeah, because I feel like Why do we go then? I don't know. I noticed that most recently, especially with the oldest, who 
is very well into her teenage years. She seems to appreciate the shows more now. Right. I don't know what it is, but I feel like back then it was literally anything that they met the height requirement. Like they didn't have anything in like specific that they... No, they liked they all loved. the attractions. Anything that they were allowed to go on, yeah. they liked equally. They liked equally. I thought they liked the shows more than I did. I think that is a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's easier. Like, they actually ask me now, when can we go? Wait, there's a show playing at the at the castle or whatever. Like, they want to see it now more than they did back then. I feel like back then I had to not force them, but like had them sit like they were entertained but they would much rather be on an attraction but our youngest one never wanted to go see a show she still doesn't right <laughs> depends on your kids i guess that's true she's All definitely right. my child <laughs> yeah this is um from cc she says hi guys cc again i have some questions and some would you rathers cc again was she already asked a question on this episode <laughs> she says would you rather ride space mountain or splash mountain Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Would you rather Space Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain? Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> Splash Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain? Like this to me depends on the day. If it's a rainy day or cold, well, Big Thunder. Yeah. If it's hot, I would rather, if it's like mild or hot, I would about, rather about, Splash Mountain. Or how about this? Not neither. Not hot, not cold, but like this is a rarity in, in Orlando, but like 80 and not very humid. Splash Mountain. Mm. I like Splash Mountain. Better than Big Thunder? Yeah, you do actually. Now I do. I, now that I think about it, you're kind of always not not complaining, but like we always want to go back on Big Thunder. Like every time we ride it, we want to get a, either a fast pass or we, we just want to go back on like all the, me and the kids. And I can't ever seem to get you to like agree. Big Thunder is a rough ride. <laughs> it's tough in the streets. Yeah, it is Thunder. tough in the streets. You, you do get your own, to you sit there by yourself though if you want, which is a bonus. Yeah. But I would say if it's, Nice out and sunny. I'm going on Splash Mountain. Okay. Well, we'll be on Big Thunder. I go. I know. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll go with strangers on Splash Mountain. You don't have to sit next to anybody. You can go alone. I literally had the best time ever. This, this it was, tw- was it 2019? Oh, no. Now my memories are all getting mashed together. But I sat with another family on, on Big Thunder. And it was oh, the yeah, best you ever. Oh, yeah. about that best ever okay (laughs) number oh she has one more have you ever this is non-disney but it's still a good question have you ever spent a rest day at coco beach we did it this past summer and enjoyed it a lot thanks i love your show it's funny you say that because we did do that our last trip down there it was awesome coco beach was amazing except bring plenty of sunblock you do get burnt relatively quick whoa i had the like the sunburn of my life from coco beach thank you coco beach I had so much fun in the water with our youngest that I lost my sunglasses. I lost my hat. I lost... Uh, the only thing I walked out of there with was my bathing suit. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. Everybody, thank goodness to everybody. But I had so much fun in the water because there's just the waves and the water's warm. And uh, it's just... I it, You know, we don't talk about that enough. If you do yeah. go to Orlando and you're from anywhere else in the country that doesn't really have beaches or sun... Mm-hmm. You got to go to Cocoa Beach a day. Take us an hour, maybe an hour drive. Yeah, not more than an hour and it 10 was, minutes. It, was, it wasn't that long where we didn't want to try. And it's different in Flor- in Cocoa Beach in Florida. Like one, two, three o'clock is like the best time to be out there. Oh, it was heavenly. Yeah, so that I was... highly recommend that. And, I, I, and I'm not one to sit at the beach and just kind of sit there. And I enjoyed myself. I knew that this question was coming up and that's why I didn't include it earlier in my 2019 memories but that is probably the one of the best memories even though it's not disney and i know we said we weren't going to do any like 
any life, <laughs> anything. But no, I figured right. that's a that counts because it's Florida. Yeah, like you were at Disney, and that's the one thing you did that. Yeah. And you can find parking there, and it's like a good experience. I, I enjoyed it. I'm laughing because low expectations. Yeah, just I'm laughing because I know. I know how hard it was to convince Bruce to go and do this. Like, I want a beach day. He's like, what? Are you serious? I hate the beach. He doesn't like the sand. But somehow we convinced you and it was, we went and stopped at the grocery store. We packed a cooler and you were just, you were loving that Floridian water. Snacks and waves. That's how you get me to the beach. It's funny because we have beaches here where we are. We're very lucky to have a beach nearby, but there's nothing. I mean, the New England beach is way different than that warm florida beach yeah the sun is, it's just the sun is strong down there it's it makes nice. you feel alive the like i said one of the water i literally lost everything i had <laughs> you were having so much fun I, was, I didn't even care all right well listen let's end it there for questions if you have a question info at unlocking is our email you can send them in there we'll try to get to as many as we can on the next q a episode probably won't be till february but we'll answer your questions for sure. You can also follow us on Instagram at Unlock of the Magic Podcast. And before we get to anything else, I want to give a couple shout outs to some recent reviews Yay. on iTunes. I We appreciate those reviews that you do give us over on iTunes. We have 100, oh, I'm sorry, not 100, 831 reviews. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to say 100. I was like, wow, that's good. 100 is <laughs> good, yeah. We have 831. Never mind. That's better. 800 is better. Duh. Just as, uh, Allison says just discovered and i like it i'm going to disney next week i recently searched disney podcasts and found this gem bruce and connie are honest funny and wholesome and i've been binge listening to the podcast ever since i found it thanks for the awesome advice and i'm even more excited for my trip after listening to y'all keep it up awesome well thanks allison emily says uh my weekly dose of disney entertaining and informative i love how connie and bruce keep it real when discussing disney thanks not phonies. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. <laughs> uh, Drap13 says, great show. Love the show. My only advice would be speak louder into the microphone. Oh, Connie, I, I no. think that's my fault. That's all me. Oh, you, no, it's all you? Yeah, I think it's my fault. Uh, well, uh, listen, I am the uh, I do the audio here, so oh, geez. work on that. Thanks a lot, Bruce. And then Irish Dance something <laughs> says, I'm in. I love this podcast. Connie is so sweet and Bruce is hilarious and authentic. I love it. The podcast is one of my favorite ways to prep for Disney. Connie, you are sweet. Oh, thanks, Bruce. You are authentic. Thanks. I try to be authentic. <laughs> right. So that's it. I want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. If you guys want to check them out, they're on Facebook, Kingdom Strollers. And they just posted recently, a, did you know, every Kingdom Stroller comes with a free drink holder, parent called console it holds up to three beverages a free rain cover and cooler bag now available at no charge oh it says snack trays and stroller hooks available too but this is the most important thing they have man strollers now they don't have man strollers big man strollers but they say we want your orlando vacation to be hassle-free so you can focus on fun so coming soon airport stroller pickup will also be available starting january 8th single file strollers <laughs> if we can if we can I if know. we can start when, a movement on that when we go to, great. this is my my mission in life for the next however long we do this podcast is to work on this for okay. every single file strollers okay and two zipper backpack limit perfect that's it all right and i'm gonna be looking at you if you're at disney <laughs> you got a double triple wide stroller you're gonna get the looks you're gonna get that look that justin timberlake gave you because you called disneyland in florida okay Sounds good. You know, it's going to be that awkward stare that I give you like, you crazy. 
I want to get a double white swirl just to get that look from you now. I mean, I might. I, I think. <laughs> I want to see that look. Well, yeah. We'll it's get on. right now. Ready? Ready? Oh, you nailed it. You're crazy. <laughs> that's, a, that's the look right there. All right. Before we get too silly and carried on. Yes. Thank you to Joffrey's as well. Joffrey's Coffee, a sponsor of the podcast. If you want to have some Disney at home, listen, there's nothing like sneaking a Joffrey's into your car when your mom tells you you can't drink anything oh in there. Oh, my gosh, Bruce. In we your have backpack, to edit that out. And you know, you put it in your backpack. You wrap the shirt around it. No, no, Take kids. it on the, oh. on, the, on the ride to school. Okay, no. Sip your Joffrey's in your mug. We're moving on. They have yes. a lot of take-home stuff you can get over at joffreyscoffee.com. You can check that out there. Perfect. And also in the parks, obviously, right outside Space Mountain, right outside Collie River Rapids. Go get a Joffrey's. They are awesome. They have them now at um, a stop at the uh, near the go- the uh, gondolas too. We we have to check that out. Could you, I don't know if you have to sneak them on the gondolas. I'm pretty sure you can just take them right on there. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you so much to Joffrey's. Thank you to Kingdom Strollers, and thank you to you for listening to the podcast for the last five years. It's crazy. Wait, it's been five years. I said 2015 is when the podcast came out. Stop it! That's crazy. That is unbelievable that we've been podcasting about Disney for 2000. Since 2015. We haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> I'm just surprised we only have 800 reviews in five years. That seems bad. I know. Can we? We shouldn't. We shouldn't should. have bragged about that. That was not a lot. Dang it. All right. See you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody.